Welcome to the Keeping It Light podcast. I'm your host, Lucia Griesbaugh. I'm a certified executive coach and a master NLP coach. And I'm going to be bringing you lots of conversations around how you can live an inspired life of greatness. In this episode, we're going to talk about be aware of the ego edging greatness out. And that is a part of us. It's a part of us that is responsible for making sure we are surviving and thriving in this world. It's a part of our personal identity that holds that which is our self-identity, such as self-worth, self-respect, self-image, self-confidence, as well as our self-importance, and often the voice of our own self-dialogue. Part of our journey of living an inspired life of greatness is that we become aware of that which is our ego, as opposed to that which is coming through as inspiration through our beingness. When it comes to our beingness, that which is the greatness within all of us, there is no need to do anything. In fact, you can do nothing and you'd be okay. Likewise is true within the greatness in us, you are totally um, okay to inspire and aspire for as much greatness in your life. And that is also okay. Where the ego comes in is when we tell ourselves that what we are facing today is not okay. And thus the ego often becomes a source of whether you respond with action or inaction. And in through this action or inaction, it's often what keeps us from truly expressing, expressing the greatness within us. So in this context, ego is edging greatness out. And for those of you that have heard the term before and have said, you know, or saying that in your mind, ego is edging God out, not edging greatness out. Well, that is your ego speaking. There's nothing wrong with either saying, so I'm asking you to pick the one that fits best for you personally. I'm going to use the term edging greatness out for those that do not necessarily have the same beliefs as I do. This is what I believe about ego. I believe that the ego exists for the sake of survival of the human species, and it is inherent inherently fear-based and unfortunately it also runs within our neurology that is through our senses much like a well-traveled path of experience and unless we take the time to observe this neural pathway it will run its course and sometimes a course of destruction in a lot of cases, a, cor- a course of comfort which doesn't give a lot of room for greatness to be explored while teasing you with just enough fulfillment throughout your life, but never really allowing your greatness to fully shine in your life. The key to observing the ego is so that it's not running on autopilot anymore. 
and to take the time to consciously be aware of it and now and how it's playing out in your life. Now, I'm not a psychologist or a therapist, but through my work as a certified executive coach, master NLP practitioner, master practitioner of timeline therapy, as well as intuitively having the gifts of wise counsel and knowledge as some of my sacred gifts, I've noticed that ego often shows up in a couple of ways. In fact, these two ways are often seen as polar opposites and may look very different on the outside, but both are rooted within some form of fear and are two sides of the same coin. I'm going to briefly explain the two sides of ego, and you may recognize someone you know, or perhaps even in yourself. The first one I'll talk about is the one that most people discuss when they talk about someone that is egotistical, and that is that of the inflated ego. That is someone that often appears as if they were better than others, that they deserve better than everyone else, and that people should treat them as royalty, and others are just beneath them. The rules don't always apply to someone with an inflated ego because, hey, they can make their own rules in life, but others, however, should stick to the rules just because it's the right thing to do. Someone with an inflated ego thinks they are always right. Therefore, there's no room for anyone else to be wrong because if you oppose them, then, you know, someone has to be wrong and it's got to be you. They might use others as a way to step on, stay on top or get ahead. And sometimes with withholding information so that others can't get ahead of them. Now, I'm sure you've met someone like that or heard of somebody like that in the news or seen them in throughout your life on TV or anywhere or listen on radio. Or possibly that side of ego has shown up in some areas of your life. Now, this isn't about making you feel bad about yourself or judging others. It's about having the awareness that this ugly head of ego can appear from time to time in our lives. And the other side of ego in that which we often miss, that's because this side is more the silent side. And that is that of the deflated ego. And people with deflated egos often don't mind being the quiet wallflower flower at an event. They are the polar opposites of the inflated ego because they don't want to be in the spotlight because in some weird way, being in the spotlight might expose their own flaws. And being hidden allows them to never truly face what they feel inside as unworthy. So they comfortably stay in the shadows, never shining their light, which adds to more blame for themselves that they are in fact unworthy and have little value to offer. Often this feels like a pit that is really hard to get out of. Now that I've described someone with a deflated ego, I ask you, how often have you ever seen a person with an inflated ego in a relationship with someone with a deflated ego? Or how often has that shown up in our own life when you didn't think you could ask for something because you didn't feel you were worthy of it. 
it is important to recognize that we have aspects of both inflated and deflated ego in our lives. In some cases, someone can have an inflated ego in their home and have a deflated ego at their work or vice versa. The foundation to both a deflated and inflated ego is a sense of an inability to see the greatness in oneself. One being afraid no one will see it so that they live with an underlying need to feel bigger than everyone else and to, to ensure that they stay that way so that they can speak out how great they are, even though deep down inside, um, true greatness is never really explored or revealed. The other is being afraid of shining their light and being wrong and once and for all proving to themselves that ultimately they are in fact unworthy. To summarize really simply, because I love making information really simple so it's easy for you to understand. One is that fear of not being truly seen and the other is the fear of being truly seen. And those two work really great together to feed each other's ego, to continue living in a way that edges greatness out in their lives. Sadly, ego stops us from truly exploring and living an inspired life of greatness. When it comes to dealing with change, I know it's unfortunate, but ego is what holds people back from really doing the work to live a life of their dreams. Often, the reasons why someone doesn't want to change is because of ego. They believe they don't need to change or they don't believe that they can change. Regardless of which ego is in the driver's seat, I can uh, it can really stop people from exploring what greatness looks like, sounds like, or feels like in their life. I have to add that none of this may even be a conscious decision to stay safe and comfortable with ego being the driving force of one's life. But chances are that if you're listening to this podcast, that greatness is whispering to you and calling you to get in the driver's seat of your life. For those of you who want to park your ego at the door and get in the driver's seat of greatness in your life, I have a tip for you. When it comes to living a life of greatness, it all comes down to living a life of purpose and asking yourself, how can I help? How can I service someone doing something that I enjoy doing? Make, make servicing and living your best life of purpose your focus point. The world needs you to step fully in your greatness and living in your best life. The light in you was never put in you for you to hide. You're meant to shine brightly in this world and positively impact those around you. If you like what you're hearing, please give me a five-star review. I'm open to feedback, good and bad, preferably good. You can reach out to me and give me feedback on lightson.consulting slash feedback. And 
if you would like more information on living in flow, you can download my free living in flow PDF at lightson.consulting slash flow. Until next time, have a great day.